0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe. And then, what's up, dude? The, other, the other article, which so is up. which I is got what? A, I got a couple, but the other one I like because there wasn't a whole lot of changes, but the uh, seven noticeable changes on CBS.
1: Okay. Yeah, I want to get. Let's do that one. I can start. I'll. Seven changes, CBS, golf, golf.com. Seven notable changes. It's that easy. Yeah. I haven't even looked at it. So there what is not got? a lot.
0: There's not a lot of changes. They say they're noticeable. They're not really. I am Dr- curious about the belly the Ballyonis one. Drones. And, uh, d- more drones, which is really Top cool. Tra-
1: yeah, let's don't spoil it all right now. Okay. So <laughs> that's good. All right. So we'll do uh, American Express wrap up uh we'll talk about the the pga lpga pros versus scratch golfers yeah and then uh in, in we'll talk about the taylor gooch thing because nate's not here and we can bag on taylor gooch yeah and he we can't it defend he it
0: totally cheated
1: yeah he cheated a big time okay even though it didn't help super a ton no,
0: didn't really didn't really help him but still he, he still cheated nonetheless he cheated big old cheating gooch is what he is <laughs>
1: He didn't make the cut.
0: <laughs> he made the – everyone made the cut. He made the cut.
1: No, there's a three – it was a three-round cut.
0: Oh, that's right, with the three. That's one thing that I put in the notes I said to send you. I don't like this whole three-course thing. Yeah. It's that's weird, BS. Man. I don't think it's fair for everybody. I know they say it is. It's not. It's not. Not with the wind and the – it's not. It's not fair for everybody. It's BS.
1: I got you. Good deal. Save it for the pod. Episode one twenty. <laughs> Eight, I think
0: he's so sassy today
1: I'm Look, sassy I, sassy I shaved
0: my beard like down to just scruff I don't even beard there and I still got you beat like That's a big crazy. old vagina episode <laughs> <laughs> 128 I don't, even, I don't even have Nate here to defend me
1: all right here we go ready <music>
0: You're listening to the Dad Vod Golf Pod with Kyle Rush, Ben Taylor, and Nate Pass. What's
1: up, everybody? We're back again. It's the Dad Vod Golf Pod, episode 128. You say so. We're back again. It's Monday. Your weekend's over. We're ready to get the week started.
0: Hey, by the way, if Kyle's not able to put this together and you, Totally wonder what's going on. It's because he screwed up at the beginning of it. Just gonna go ahead. no, nah,
1: we're out. good. I can. I, I got. I got. Uh, you mad got editing. I got mad editing skills.
0: You so. got skills. Let me see that shirt. That the shirt.
1: Red I- is for Sundays, and we're recording this on Sundays, so this is a T-shirt from Swanee's. So,
0: so Pretty check bad. it out. I get a text from my dad. He said, "Are you missing a red is for Sunday shirt?" Because I keep oh. going back and forth the red level. Yeah. And I was like, "Well, yeah," because the only people that have that are me and Kyle. So it's. <laughs> Innate, <laughs> It's innate. So it's definitely got to be mine unless one of y'all have stopped by Red Level. And, and I it said, feels uh,
1: good. I don't know what brand t-shirt it is, but it just feels good.
0: Oh, it's, it's super soft. soft. And so soft. I told him, I said, uh I said, yeah. I said, he said, well, it's here at the house. And I said, well, I've been blaming my wife for like the last two weeks for not being able to find that shirt. So, yeah. and he goes, well, it's not her fault. I said, she doesn't know that you keep your mouth shut. So I'm going to keep <laughs> ragging on her and saying, Hey, where's that shirt? I got one of those
1: moments. I'll tell you about in just a second. So, but today is uh, we are proud members of the Believe Podcast Network, yes, the number are. one podcast network for professionals. And today's episode and every other episode is brought to you by BetOnline.ag, the number one sports betting website in the country. Uh, log on today. Use coupon code Believe B L E A V, and you'll get a fifty percent welcome bonus. You give them a hundred bucks, they're going to give you fifty dollars back, free to play with. Uh, you got playoffs, uh, NFL playoffs, golf, tons of basketball. Basketball every single night. You can literally bet your whole life away on basketball. <laughs> I mean, it just rolls through here. Basketball season is is awesome because it's literally every single night.
0: Basketball uh, season's awesome, and let me tell you, what else is awesome is old Benny Boy grabbing about two fifty off the blackjack table. Last let's night. go! That's, just that's what else up. is awesome.
1: Stacking it up. They got the online casino too, BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. All right. Then I got a little, I got a story kind of like that too. So, uh, we went and visited my parents a couple of weeks ago and I have, I have like one of those supercharger phone chargers. It's like got the fat plug where it'll charge your phone in like, I don't know, two or three minutes, but anyway, love it. Took it to my parents' house and, uh, it was not in the place that I left it, like where I was using it and uh are you I blame, one of these
0: people too that leave blame, it in the same place every single time no no
1: no 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 i took it to my parents okay. house i plugged it in the wall in the bedroom that we're staying in and it wasn't there and went to pack so i was mm-hmm. like i must have packed it in my bag i must have put it in my bag and i was telling my i was telling my wife like i, I think we must have packed it in the bag because it's not in the wall where i left it so get home and it's not in the pack we're not packed so i'm completely blaming it on her like look uh it's the, it was there where it was in the spot where I said it was. Uh, it never moved. So if, if I didn't move it, someone had to move it, it, was, it had to be you. And she's like, I didn't do it. I swear I didn't do it. Well, my parents come to visit this weekend, and um, they bring my charger because I had moved it to the kitchen and totally forgot that I moved it to the kitchen. So I had to apologize, <laughs> I had to apologize for that one. That's never good.
0: My wife and I got into a similar argument actually earlier today where she talked about how I leave little piles of stuff around, whether it be clothes or whether it be technology, like you're talking about, I got my, but the thing is, all of it's related. Like in that pile, the computer will be there. The chargers will be there. Phone chargers there. All the technology stuff will be right there. My, my ear earbuds, everything. And I said, well, the funny thing is you complain about that with me. I'm the only one that never has to hunt for anything. I know where all my stuff is
1: you know it's in pile two
0: <laughs> I was like you're constantly like where'd I put this where'd I put that where'd I put this I'm like if you had a little pile you had, you had a pile system
1: it... <laughs> I'm a big pile system guy too yep. Yep. that's <laughs> best organize, organizer the, in the piles yeah that's a that's a closet floor pile Now that definitely that's where those that's where those uh that belt is yeah I know <laughs> no exactly doubt. exactly what you're talking about uh guys this weekend was the first Uh, tournament of 2022 that was in the continental U.S. uh, On the mainland. On the mainland, as the kids like to say. It was the American Express. It's just literally called the American Express. It's not an open. It's not an invitational. It's just
0: not a a tour championship. It's not American American
1: Express TC. Nothing. It's just the American Express in La Quinta, California at PGA West. And uh, it was a really – there's not many tournaments like this where it's a, um, number one, it's a three day cut. Mm-hmm. So you play three rounds and then they have the cut for the final round. Uh, and Yum. they play Yum. three different courses. And, uh, so you play, you don't play You'll, you'll play, obviously you'll just play three different courses and then they make a cut. So that's, that's really, really different. Uh, I don't see yes. a whole lot of stuff like that. No. I know at, um, At uh, Pebble Beach, when they do the Pro-Am, they just play two. Do they play three there, or do they just play two? Spyglass, and is there another one they play?
0: Uh, I think it's just two. You think it's just Pebble Beach and Spyglass? Is that all they do? I think so. I think that's right. I could be completely off base. I will say this. I don't like – I don't mind – the two-course system when they do that, because that just means the field is going to be huge and you're going to usually get a pretty good tournament out of yeah, it. Yeah, they do three at Pebble Beach. Um, I don't like the three-course system. Yeah. And – I don't like some, it for
1: TV coverage because you can't really get to know the course. You know what I mean? No. Like you're just jumping all around. You have no idea what's going on.
0: Well, and clearly they didn't do it correctly because today when I was watching, which, by the way, it is gone – to be proven so Kyle we said this how this would be awesome the ESPN, yeah. ESPN plus coverage has been oh, all it's spectacular I mean they're on the west coast or yeah I mean they were on the coast but still they were in California La Quinta California I'm watching golf this morning at 9 30
1: it's amazing you, you
0: never get to watch golf at 9 30 when they're on the west coast but you know why you do because ESPN has stepped up their game and they're covering all the golf
1: Got that Disney bundle, babe. Got yeah, no ESPN
0: doubt. Plus. Let's
1: go. I love it. I absolutely love it. I'm with you. It's fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic.
0: And and clearly they didn't do though with the three course deal. They didn't cut enough people because there were still people going off a of ten this morning. Yeah. Is just Is this? And really I'm like, weird. what are you doing? Like, you one, you play three courses. Then you get to the final day after you have your cut, and you still got people teeing off a of ten to begin their round. And I'm like.
1: I wonder why that was no, I, because it was only 70 – it was still 70 guys. So, I, I, wonder, if, I wonder if it was a – surely it's not a daylight thing or a TV thing. I mean, no, I don't
0: can't be. No. I mean, they teed off at like if – they, if they were teeing – if I'm watching golf at 9.30, that's 7.30 their time because they're two hours yeah, behind early. us. So, I mean, the fact that I was watching golf at nine thirty, ten o'clock in the morning, I, I just was not – They were trying I'm, to get
1: some bros out of there, weren't they?
0: Yeah, I'm not, I'm I'm not, I'm not a fan at all of if you're going to have a field that big, you need to be able to work it where everybody can enjoy it. Cause you're right. There was a lot of times on Friday, Friday night, late. I told you I traveled this weekend. So I went down Friday night and I was able to watch the replay of golf because they had it on in the evening. And I didn't have any idea what course I was watching Yeah, because they don't, do, I will say, they don't do a great job of putting it, like, up in the corner. Like, this is the course you're watching now. And the announcers yeah. don't. The announcers are just like, let's go to 10. Okay. Or they'll do the – What number 10 are the, we doing?
1: Or they'll just put the, like, two-letter abbreviation by their by their score yeah. on what course yeah. they are. Pe- Pebble Beach at the pro M, they play, obviously, Pebble Beach, and they play Spyglass and Monterey Peninsula. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's another one where they'll jump around. And you have no idea what's going on. You have no idea what course they're on because I've never—I I couldn't tell you one hole on Spyglass or Monterey. But then when they—I could tell
0: you on Monterey. I could tell you on Spy uh, from my buddies that have been out there. Apparently, Spyglass is like one of the hardest to get on. Yeah. By the way, um, that's,
1: that's it's probably the hardest too, isn't it? Yeah, I that's think it is. I'm, I think Pretty it's tight. the toughest. So
0: I mean, we wouldn't know. We not We don't. We're not born with gold bricks up our butt like some. One of the day, are, but whatever.
1: One day. <laughs> So uh I talk about the actual tournament. Um Harris English wins by mm-hmm. two shots. Oh wait, not Harris English, no. it's in Swofford. Hudson Swafford. Hudson <laughs> Swafford. Same guy, whatever. Hey, did they have you ever seen him play in the same tournament? Did I have they?
0: not. They didn't play in the same tournament today.
1: There you go. It could have been Harris English, for all we know. But uh Hudson have gone with it. Hudson swap. I did that on purpose. I was pretending. I like know that. you
0: did it on purpose. I knew as soon as you said it. I was like, oh, here he goes with that joke
1: again. No, but I mean Harris went he went uh he went um ham uh last round with nine uh shot uh eight under with uh an eagle and a bunch of birdies, and two bogeys. He had, mm-hmm. two, <laughs> he had two bogeys and shot. Three bogeys bogey the first hole. Three bogeys still shot eight under. So go f- add that up. That would have been a 59er right there, or, or no, not quite. It would have been, it would have been uh, th- three bogeys. So I guess just take three shots off of what he shot. So it would have been a 61. So that's yeah. pretty pretty sporty. I love it. I love to watch a dude go deep on Sunday uh, to come back and win a win a tournament. That's always cool.
0: It's it, it. I like watching that. Another thing I like watching because it makes it look like normal people. I didn't even tell you I was going to bring this up. So I'm watching this morning. And this guy is playing with John Rom, Davis Riley. He's an American. I don't know who he is. Never seen him before. Probably been on tour for like ten years, and I have no idea. He goes OB on the first tee ball. Yeah. So he Was starts it Lipsky. Out. David Lipsky. No, no, it's Davis Riley. Davis Riley, because he ended up. I got shooting. it. I got him now. Okay. He ended up shooting a seventy-eight on the day. Oh boy, he did. <laughs> after after tripling one. Oh. After doubling nine, back-to-back doubles, he doubled nine and then doubled ten because he did start on the front. Mm. And then he capped it all off with a bogey finish on 18 for a smooth 78. And we – let me tell you something, Kyle. I'm probably, like, watching it this morning, he had a seven on that opening par four. It felt like it was an 11 because <laughs> he goes OB, he re he gets down the middle of the fairway. He misses the green. He chunks his chip shot like something that you and I mm-hmm. have rarely done, like in the last probably five years. He hits easily three inches behind it and mm-hmm. it moves every bit of about six to seven inches. And he's on a flat. He's, it is a downhill lie, but there's like no rough. Like it's a, this is an easy course. Like he he should have putted it. It's what he should have done because yeah. it was a flat area. And then he looks at his caddy like his caddy did it. And I'm like, bro, that's all on you.
1: <laughs> do better bro do better yeah
0: that's got nothing to do with you what are you looking at him for he didn't he didn't chunk it six inches that's but huge. when you do
1: that when you do that you don't you don't know what to do you just no. kind of just look around aimlessly. no you're
0: you're a professional you have no idea what to do so you're, you're just like, kinda like
1: mm, did okay. the earth move like what happened because it couldn't have been me
0: so then he decides to actually put from the rough which he should have done the first time and then he runs it by about ten feet, and I'm like, "This guy's going to easily have a snowman or a ten or an eleven or something on this hole." And then he ends up draining that triple from about eight feet.
1: Oh wow, he drained an eight footer for triple. That's <laughs> so it's a nice little triple bogey save. Yes, nice.
0: yes. Wow. So that's how his day started, and I thought, "Well, that sucks for a Sunday, poor guy."
1: Yeah, you're just at that point in time, you're just like, "Get me out of here! Get me out of here! Give me my check for twenty grand and." <laughs> <laughs> let's go to that. Let's go to the next site. Yeah. yeah. Let's let's go jump on net. He had and go the opposite else. day. He had the opposite
0: day of uh, Harris English, slash yes.
1: Hudson Swafford for sure.
0: Um, Zalatoris had a pretty good day today. Uh, he had yeah. a chance to make a push late. He had back to back threes um, on a uh, put it in on an eagle on a par five and uh, birdie to par four on, a, I think it was a 15 and 16, and then had a real good look at birdie. If he would have birdied out, he would have made a run at Swafford at the end and yeah. uh, he parted the last two. So he didn't, he didn't do too well. So those were some notables. Uh, Auburn got Duff, um, Jason Duffner. Uh, yeah. I told you in the notes, he had a hell of a back nine today yeah. and uh shot 30 on the back. Sweet, he needs um, it, So good little momentum to carry him over. Uh, would have shot 29 had uh, basically almost all birdies and a bogey on the back. So wow. Um, uh, yeah. He had a, his card looked really weird. And then uh, Patton Kazire, he had himself an ace today. Had him in a little, had him in a little one. Yeah, love it. And uh, good bounce back because he bogeyed the opening hole with a three jacker from about twelve feet. Um, so that he he put he was about twelve feet away and he putted another twelve feet away. I don't know what <laughs> <laughs> that happens. <laughs> I think the line was fine. <laughs> Yeah, speed just Speed's a bit a little, off.
1: The towards was good. It was a speed that got off.
0: You always know when you see a pro golfer that is quote unquote still away. They've hit a pretty bad putt.
1: Oh, that's the <laughs> worst words ever. You're still <laughs> away.
0: Yeah, so he got to reset and still miss. So uh, he had a three jacker on the first one, and then a couple of holes later, he has an ace. And it's like he even said he's. They caught him on like a hot mic, and he said something like, "I can't put at twelve feet, but I can hit it 189 yards in the hole. That's awesome."
1: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. One thing um, I was kind of shocked by, um, and I was like, "This guy is going to hit hit the ground running, and he's going to be the number one player in the world." And he still finished top ten. But Patrick Cantlay started out like gangbusters. He was ten under on the first round. He shot sixty two on the first round, and then he shot four under on the second round. And I was like, and I think he was tied for the lead, or like he right there around. I think, or he may have had solo lead. I don't know. Uh, and then he shoot he just shoots even par, and he's out of it. He mm-hmm. shoots even par on Saturday, and he's just out of it. Uh, and then he came back and shot 68 today to get uh, uh, get a top-ten finish. But I was like, here we go. Patrick Cantlay is about to just take over, and he's going to end up being the number one player in the world. And it still could happen. It still could happen.
0: Our guy um, Henley, Saturday, see, that's that three-course thing. They must have played the toughest course on Saturday. Russell Henley did the same thing. Yeah. Started out on fire, didn't have a great Saturday, shot five under today. And still, in, only ended up at 14. So, uh, he tied for 14th as well, um, right there beside John Rom, which is that's a pretty good company to be in. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then you got Duff. I talked about tied at 40th. And then the guys that I starred that we talked about, Pat Perez, that yeah. uh, Nate took, he got cut. Uh, he got cut at six under. How about that? I don't. Um, who did I
1: take? I don't even remember.
0: Uh, I took Finau. I can't remember who you, you took. I took the Tropic Thunder. Um, And then, uh, Colonel Steve take uh, didn't he? Didn't he take Kazir again? Maybe not. Not sure. I think he actually took Cantley. I think you're right. He did take Cantley. Nate's pick, uh, Tyler Gooch. Uh, Well, he took Perez just because Pat Perez, because we thought he'd take Gooch. Gooch got cut two at five under, Um, and then my man Ricky and Phil they had bad weekends. Ricky ended up at three over. Phil at seven over.
1: Hmm. I saw Phil hitting a dry uh that that um two wood video that or is a small one. I don't know exactly what he calls it. It's basically
0: that he calls it a two wood, it's the it's like the tailor made, except it's the Callaway version. It's the tailor made tiny head driver, is what it is. Yeah. But it's a Callaway version of that. I don't know what Callaway calls it.
1: Yeah. He, it's probably he a calls, rogue something.
0: He calls it a two wood. Um yeah. but it's a tiny driver.
1: Yeah, I saw him hitting one out of a bunker which is yes outrageous, basically hitting driver off the deck out of a bunker. That's just absurd, uh, absolutely absurd.
0: And then the guy that got talked about so heavily, the Dupree's, the 6'10 South African that averages 373 off the tee, he got cut at a smooth eight over finishing next to last. Ew. The only person that did worse than him was Jonas Blix, who shot 16 over on the tournament. He was never in the tournament from the beginning. He probably was drinking on the third round before being cut on Ooh. Saturday. Ooh. That hurts. You that know hurts he had you know he had beer in the bag. There's no oh, doubt.
1: No, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt. So uh one thing we want to talk about. So yeah. I I went back and looked at it. And since the start of the season, there's been, I think, two tournaments. Only two tournaments where the winner was under twenty under, so Mm -hmm. every winner and this may be relatively normal for the for the early early deal, but scoring this year has been absolutely insane. And the two the two that uh the two that were under one of them was the Butterfield Classic where it was like hurricane gale force winds. You get the name
0: right. It's Mrs Butterworth's Classic. Mrs
1: Butterworth's Classic. Um like gale force winds in the bahamas and then uh the other one was the one cocrack one i think it was just a tougher course uh yeah but yeah um it's a birdie bonanza out there right now man even par if you shoot even par you better just
0: yeah, if I you mean, ever we,
1: shoot even par you just go home
0: we put that in the notes where we were talking about some of the things we we're going to discuss and i mean this is is this a sign of 2022 to come the low scores because i mean when you got how many years ago was it that you could say Pat Perez and Tyler Gooch at six and five under got cut?
1: That's that's tough, man.
0: Like, that's – that's, when you're that far under par, you should expect to be playing on Sunday. You may not be yeah. in the first group, but you should be playing on Sunday. Yep. Or the last group. You should be playing on Sunday. So, oh. um, it's it, – we saw it with three people shooting 30 under plus – uh Out in Hawaii now you see, you know the winner here at 23 under, and it could have been if he hadn't have played conservative on, you know, on Saturday. I mean he shot eight under today. Hudson Swapper shot eight under today. Yeah, that's a hell of a final round, man. Yeah, Harris, he go he'll go deep on Sunday if you don't watch. Harmon, him. yeah, Harris, Harmon also Brian Harmon, the lefty, the shortest can't, guy basically on tour that's like five can't two. hit it out
1: of his shadow.
0: Yeah, he's he shot 800 today. And a matter of fact, what makes him look even shorter? Have you, you need to go, when we get off this, you need to Google Harmon and his caddy side by side. His caddy's about six, eight, and he's about five, two. And it looks very uncomfortable with the two of them standing on the tee together. It's very intimidating.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's oh my like, gosh. did he hire him to be as both his security and his caddy? Like, the dude is huge. It yeah. doesn't help that Harmon's, like, this tall. Yeah, he's he's so still. tiny.
1: So, Nate just sent a text. He couldn't be here tonight. He wanted me to read this text. This is sort of sort of talking about the, the tournament this week, but he wanted me to read this text out live on air. So, here we go. Let me see. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. We go live 20, on air. 2022 is the year of Gooch, even though he just missed the cut. Yeah. A, a Gooch-tastic <laughs> season full of Patrick Reed missing cuts, Taylor Gooch winning majors, and Smiley Kaufman, Getting inside the top 600 in the World Golf Rankings. The birdie barrage of 2022 has just begun, but unfortunately for Ben, he probably won't be participating.
0: Oh, my. You know Uh, what I am participating in, Nate? (laughs) This actual podcast. That's what I'm participating in. you
1: go. (laughs) Kyle is down 10 pounds. Fact. Maybe this could also decrease the fat wedge shots he hits. (laughs) Anyway, see folks Wednesday for some diabolical, scenarios this text was presented by betonline.ag there
0: you go there you go there you gotta go. love it gotta love our guy nate
1: yeah absolutely absolutely so speaking of uh so talking talking towards nate let's go ahead and talk about the, t- the taylor gooch situation that happened uh, first of all he missed the cut okay so yeah. um this this didn't help him but uh there was a little bit of a um i don't want to say I'm not just going to ballface face a, a little a cheating, but he definitely used a rule uh, to his advantage. How when... he cheated. <laughs> he cheated. <laughs> I'm not going to say that because I like him. I'm not <laughs> going to say that because I like him. But uh, basically, this is this is what happened. I'm going to try to set it up. Ben, correct me if I'm
0: wrong. Okay? Okay. He's hit his second shot on a par five. Hold on. Before, before you get to that, the headline says, this, this lets you know he's cheating just from the headline. Pro moves ball 10 yards away from tree. That is that's exactly just, what it says. That's, that's what it said. He moves it 10 yards away from a tree. Hey, Thanks. I hit it behind a tree. Let me move it 10 yards. First Thanks down. It's a clever use. First down, Taylor Gooch.
1: First down. Review it. Review the spot. No, so, all right, so he's playing a par five, and he hits one, I think, way into the trees on the right and it's up under the tree okay yep. so like there is no shot like he cannot hit the ball advance it towards the green he would have to like turn it around left-handed pitch it out sideways it's it's one of those basically stymie lies okay mm-hmm. but here's the deal apparently on the line if you took a if you drew a line from his ball to the green there was a tent or they were doing scoring or they were doing something. It was it was basically like an official's tent. There was a tent on the line between his green and or between his ball and the green. Okay. Regardless, he could not there's there it was physically impossible. It was
0: a broadcast tent. I'm, I'm looking at yeah. it now,
1: it was a broadcast it tent. It was it's physically impossible to hit it on that line. So he calls a rules official and says, Hey that tense in my line. He goes, well, what about that tree right there? <laughs> and he goes, well, according to rules, blah, 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 blah. And he reads off the rule. Yes. Uh, if I have a immovable ob- or temporary movable object in my line between me and the green, I'm allowed to move it until it's not in my line anymore.
0: That rule. Let me tell you, by the <laughs> way, that rule will be changed before the 2023 season where it, it has a asterisk on it that says, not only does something have to be in your line between you and the hole. also there can be no obstruction. If no. there's an obstruction between you and that obstruction that is not movable and is not placed by man, then you have to play it as is. That's what it's going to
1: say. That, that could get kind of squirrely, but, yeah. Uh, so, basically, they're like, well, you kind of got us whipped here, so uh, <laughs> we're going to give you a 10-yard. He moved it 10 yards, and he had – Basically a free shot to the green. After that, he got a free like a free line to the green after being stymied underneath underneath the tree. Did I miss anything?
0: Here, well, no, you didn't miss anything. Here's what gets me about this because I I, I read this and then I watched it. Uh, went on and YouTube to watch it to play out. The fact that he was able to move it ten yards, not like directly back where he could go around or something. He you know, moved because- it closer. That, that yeah move to close so here's the thing that gets me about this and this rule and i'm i'm all for i mean you've seen when we play i mean it's pretty much ball in hand all four winner rules but i mean in a tournament setting like this i'm not big on you know i mean think about what pros can do think about what bubba could say bubba could you you've seen the shot the famous shot at the masters that he did it literally a hundred yards i mean he could he could just about turn in any direction and say that's in my line and the reason yeah. it's in my line is because I plan on hitting a sweeping hook here. Well, the shot doesn't call for a sweeping hook, Bubba. Well, that's what I'm planning on hitting. And that's in my line. So it's he a tent, yeah,
1: a 10 or something yeah,
0: like that. He could literally get relief from just about anywhere on the course that he wanted. And so, I, it, it
1: does I, seem to, if, if it's not fixed, it does seem that it could open up a can, like it could really open up a can of worms because, uh, I mean, I just that there's going to be have to be something done. They can't do it this year, but I think that definitely may have opened some eyes and was like, "Wait a minute, okay." Now, and not only that, I mean, basically you get to pick your lie out too. I mean, you can pick your line and basically pick your lie out and get you a a, basically just it's a get out of jail free card if there's something in your line if there's a you know temporary immovable object. I don't think I don't think birdie. Yeah, he did. It did. It it changed it. To where he made birdie,
0: as as the announcer said, "quote unquote." He snuck away with one.
1: Yeah, he was he was salty. <laughs> he was salty about it. I don't I, look. It may not. It. it I doubt it's going to be something that is going to happen five, six, ten times a tournament. But I guarantee you, it's going to be something that caddies are going to be and players are going to be much more aware of. Where are the tents? Where are so the number tent?
0: one? Where are the tents, and what can you get away with? You know, I saw this because I said it a couple of years ago, and I made fun of him. Now I kind of feel bad for him, and I feel horrible for saying this. A couple of years ago, Fatrick Reed uh, was—he had a ball near the path, and he basically said, "I'm going to hit it left-handed," and so I'm standing on the path left-handed, so I should get free relief. And the the uh, tour official was like no, you don't have to hit that left-handed. There's plenty of room to stand right-handed and hit it, which is what you are supposed to hit. So you're not getting free relief. And he goes, and he basically pointed out, not the rule, but pointed out somebody else in the tournament. He's like, well, you, y'all let so-and-so do it two days ago. And I mean, why am I not like, like I'm clearly, if I'm if I'm going to hit it left-handed, turn my wedge around backwards, hit left, then I'm on the path. I'm entitled to free relief. And they, were, they would not give it to him. So yeah. he ended up having to just kind of punch out and take his medicine like, all the rest of us golfers had to do but then you see something like this and you're like okay i ain't a fat prick reed fan at all but yeah. the fact that two years ago he was not allowed to do something like this like you can't pick and choose who's able to get away with what let me
1: tell you something right now you don't think patrick reed's gonna walk into the next tournament with the tents mapped out He's gonna know every tent within a square mile of that place. His, his
0: shot book has actually got tents drawn on it. Tents where drawn. Oh <laughs> yeah,
1: miss here, miss here. There's a tent here. You can move it ten yards. He's yeah, gonna man. have them all mapped out. Hey, so yeah. s- sneaky, sneaky Taylor Taylor Gooch. But, yeah, uh,
0: that's uh Nate's not here to defend you, uh, which is good because Nate'd be like, "That's genius. It was so smart. Yeah. He did what he's supposed to do." Yeah, he cheated, Nate. I'm sorry. Yeah. When you listen back to this, he cheated. Absolutely. You know what feels like cheating, Ben? And he got cut. You know he got cut. Too, he got cut. You know what feels <laughs> like
1: cheating, Ben? How much that? you can save and On spend online. No. How much you can save at swannies.co if you use coupon code dash 25 You take 25% off literally any order forever yep. and ever for, till the end of time. How
0: about Swanee's prediction this weekend on Instagram? Did you see this? I don't think I saw it. They took a live questionnaire. One of the questions was, are you sponsoring anybody in the top 100? And they said, not as of yet, but our man Blaine Barber will be in the top 100 before years in. Wow. They threw that out there. Love prediction it. Prediction from Swanee's.
1: Do it, Swanee's. Do it, Swanee's. it. Speak it into existence. Yes. Uh, the new line drops in March. So if you see something on the site now, you better go ahead and grab it because it's not going to be there much longer. Nope. Uh, love them. swannies.co They gave us, uh, this t-shirt for Christmas red is yep. for Sundays, uh,
0: that I left in South Alabama, but other I cool, get.
1: other cool gear. Um, so yeah, show them some love. Swannies.co The hoodies,
0: the hoodies, get yourself a hoodie. It's going to be cold all the way through March. Go get a hoodie. I love hoodie. They got great hoodies. The best Absolutely. part about their hoodie is it has a collar thing. Cause that was one of my buddies asked me, cause I said, do you have a hoodie yet? He said, man, I don't want to because the hoodie gets in your way when you're swinging. And I said, not at Swannies. They have this collar thing in the back that is not noticeable, but it keeps the hood from swinging around whenever you're making your turn. Yeah. So I say, there you go. You want to look cool. You want to be cool. You want to wear the hoodies like the pros do. Go to swannies.co and pick out your hoodie and have it sent to you.
1: Top-notch I mean, engineering on their hoodies.
0: Kyle and I, by the way, love this lover.
1: Big Or fan. stone or whatever it's called. Stone. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> swannies.co, love them. All right, Ben, uh, there's yep. an article that you found uh, that talked about uh, how a scratch golfer would fare against LPGA pros. We yep. all hear this. We all hear this. You know, you've heard that guy. Guy shoots seventy. He goes and shoots seventy three. He's like, damn, I could be, I could be stud on the LPGA tour. Yes, you know, guy, that guy. I've probably been guilty of it. You know, if I could play, if we could play from sixty five, sixty six hundred yeah. yards, we could we be pros yards. If
0: we if we maxed out at sixty eight hundred yards, we'd be pros too. There you go.
1: Well, um, apparently there was some uh, scoring comparisons, and it's not really that close. It's not.
0: However, here is my question, Kyle. I read this. And the first thing I thought is, and then I'm going to catch flack for this from uh, my sister, who's a feminist, is how many of these dudes are legit scratch golfers? Because I know probably seven to 10 guys that claim to be right around a one or a two or scratch. Yeah. And I'm telling you, when I played with them. The, the the picking up from six feet and a, a scratch from guys that play at local clubs and local munis and even a good course like RTJ, when somebody claims to be a scratch here at Robert Trent Jones Grand National and Opelika, if you're not going to play everything down and you're not going to put everything out, then don't tell me you're a scratch.
1: Go ahead and add three or four shots to yes. your handicap.
0: Yeah, because if we're going to gamble – if you yeah. want to put a little money on it, and and then you don't want to give me any strokes. Okay, that's cool. So we're playing everything down, and we're putting everything out. That's how that works. If you want to yeah. do it that way, and I have found that most times when we have done that, and the groups that I've played in, where I've played against the scratch card, we played everything down, we put everything out. They've never shot anywhere close to even par. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. They showed on here. Derek Lowe, retired pitcher. His scores, 76, 72, 75,
1: 72. I feel like that's really good. I mean, what what course is this? I mean, what course are they playing?
0: Uh, I'm not real sure where they played this. uh, Hilton Vacations Tournament of Champions. So, it's not I did notice there was some. I'm assuming probably Carolina or something. I'm not real sure.
1: Yeah. Um I saw that yeah, there was there was several uh celebrities playing in this, so
0: yeah, it was a celebrity thing. And then um, and then Sorenstam herself, Annika Sorenstam, she shot 75, 73, 74, 72. She ended up at six over on the tournament. Yeah. And then Mark Mulder, another retired pitcher, same tee. They let him play from the same tees as the women did. They didn't yeah. they didn't have to go back, they didn't get to move up, nothing. Exact same tees. He shoots 77, 74, 80. Seventy-five.
1: Yeah. So Marty Fish. Marty Fish is a good, really good golfer. He's a very good golfer, he's he like is. he's probably one of the best. Like when they have this, like all these celebrity tournaments, he's definitely yes. one of the better ones.
0: He posts a handicap of uh, plus two. Uh, he's he's actually almost a plus almost three. a plus three. He's, yeah, he's a plus two eight. Smoltz, John Smoltz, Braves legend, who is definitely. It doesn't say what his handicap. I think he's a plus one. I, he's definitely better than scratch. He did shoot 77, 77, 79, 73. Yeah. And everybody Mark, goes, everybody talks about how good these golfers are. Like you're talking about, like where they've seen him play. And I said, when I've watched that tournament that Smoltz plays in, out in Tahoe that they do every year, that celebrity tournament thing they play yeah. that's on NBC. He's never shot anywhere close to even par. And he's always claiming that he's a scratch golfer. Yeah. Like,
1: well, so a lot of it has to do with like the slope of the course and,
0: Oh, I agree with that. that, All that kind of stuff. But these guys also, like Smoltz Smoltz is playing courses further than sixty five, sixty eight hundred. 6,800. He's probably playing 7,200-yard courses. Yeah. I I would assume, just from what he's talked about, the people he's played with, and when he's tried to get on the Champions Tour, I would assume he is. I don't know. I don't know that for a fact. I just – I'm telling you a scratch at your home course does not travel well when you're playing in front of cameras and you're playing in front of people and you're playing a course that you're just not used to. Yeah. I don't, I don't buy into that scratch mentality when they, when they say that I'm like, you know what they probably on their home course. Look, there's a guy that I play with and I, I have flat out. He is a, he's probably scratched now at one point in time he was a plus one or a plus two. And I've seen him shoot a 66 and he, Unlike the rest of us, rolling stuff, he does put everything out. And he did play everything, and he shot a sixty-six. But when he's played not on his home course in one of our courses, it's 73, 74, 75 So yeah,
1: uh, that's just that's just normal, though. I think if you played your course bunch, if you if uh, you're going to play better at your course, no, I agree. That's why I think it doesn't. Handicaps don't typically travel very well in general, no. especially if you play a bunch of rounds at one course. But uh, another one of the things that they said, Derek Lowe says he played. He's played with Nellie Corda before out there, and she outdrives him like ninety percent of the time. Yes. Like it's not just like you think these are just like you know, fra- like frail little little petite no. women out there, and they're just they're out there stud athletes. They're out there hitting bombs. They're out there hitting pumping it close to three hundred. Some of them hit it over three hundred. Uh, and their wedge games are, are their spectacular short games unbelievable their, and their putting is, is spectacular. And I'll, and I'll say this too I've always said this I like to watch when I watch swings, like if I want to pick stuff up from swings, I watch women's swings. And let mm-hmm. me tell you, wh- and let me tell you why, because they have to maximize, they maximize all their motion. In other words, their fundamentals are absolutely flawless because typically they're. Lower bone density, muscle mass, all that stuff than men. Men can just go, you know, overpower a ball. Mm-hmm. You know, women have to maximize their functionality and their swing and their mechanics. And so they typically will have some of the most flawless. I mean, all, Nelly Korda's golf swing. If you want to, if you want to watch, if you want to have a perfect golf swing, if you want to have a perfect golf swing, don't go watch Rory film, Yo. don't go watch uh, John Rom film. Don't go watch it. Don't watch any I mean, you 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 can go watch if you go watch Nellie Corda's golf swing and just re, and try your best to replicate it, you will have an absolutely flawless golf swing. I mean, it just that's just fact. That's just the the facts of the case. Nelly or her sister. Yeah, either one. Nellie's swing to me is the best swing in golf. I could watch her swing. I could watch her hit an eight iron for two hours. See, I
0: said sport. that because she was playing at the time that I really got into golf and when Tiger were first coming out, Annika. Yeah, I was one of those guys that everybody's like, oh, well, who's watching LPGA Tour? I'm like, man, if Annika's at the top, hell yeah, I'm watching. Are you kidding yeah. me? Have you seen her swing? It is, unbel- it is flawless. Like, she never misses a fairway. She never misses a green. And if she's inside of 20 feet, she never misses a putt. It's frigging amazing. It's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Like, people don't understand how good she was. Because oh, yeah. now that golf has gotten popular and she's gotten older – I mean, you saw her scores. I mean, she shot 75, 77, and everybody's like, oh, well, she's lost it. Which, bro, look how older she is. <laughs> like she's, yeah, she's 51. She would be playing on the Champions Tour if there was a Women's Champions Tour. Exactly. So exactly. it's and, – and, and, but I say that to say this. That's why I don't like this argument because I agree with you. I, you know, everybody goes, Oh, well, I could play with them. Yeah, you could play with them if you played at your home course and they had never seen it. But let me tell you something about pro golfers, whether they're men or women, their handicap travels regardless of what course they're on.
1: Yeah. Like you, when they get to that level, when they're to that level, yes. there is no hand, like the no. handicap system doesn't work.
0: No. <laughs> when you become that good, no, because so when they're, they're just... that good, they can play on any, they're, they're they're looking at windows they're looking at lies they're looking. they're not looking at the stuff that you're looking exactly. at exactly exactly they they know they're what not H-
1: going they they don't look at it and say i know i got to hit my i know i hit my six iron every time on this part 3 so i'm just going to hit my six iron no that's not what they're doing no. when they go to a course they're look like you said they're looking at everything and they and everything they do is is consistent so uh, it's just i mean i think it's dumb to even think I'm just kind of shocked. I
0: just don't like the argument. Like if you're going to, when, when the guys that say, Oh, I'm a scratch, I compete with the ladies. I'm like, maybe on your home course, you could quit making that argument when you show up as a celebrity and travel to their tournament, to somewhere that they, they know that it's not going to happen, man, because they also know little things, just details when, I mean, when they ask or when they're told, they don't even have to ask when they're told or when it's in their book, what the greens are running they already know what stroke they're using on the green. You yeah. don't. No. like You and You're I are just don't. trying to hit it straight. We're just trying I mean, to put it straight. I mean, you and I, even on a good day of putting, if somebody said, yeah, they're rolling a 12 today, yeah, whatever, oh, man. That, that I'm, means I'm, nothing to
1: me. <laughs> that means nothing to me. I'm just trying to defense it into a two-putt every yes. single time. I'm trying just – I'm going to try to not three-putt. It means nothing to
0: me. Whereas if you told one words. of them that, it automatically hits them. OK, yeah. this is what I got to do. This is this is the stroke that I, this is what I'm working on on the practice screen. This is what I'm going to take to the course with me. So I don't I I know that they did the, the article, um, you know, to to kind of generate some. Um, I guess to let you know how good the LPGA Tour players are, I'm going to tell you right now, if you haven't seen a play, Kyle said it best if you get a chance to watch them, I promise you they're good. And the people that the the Nelly quarters of the world and the Sorenstams of the world and the Lexi Thompson's of the world. And I mean, you go on and on. I said, I got the chance to go see Michelle. Wee play down in Montgomery when they came through and played the Senator course down there. Number one, she's a superhuman. If you've ever stood beside her because a six foot, two inch, I think they're doing her injustice. She looks like 6'4 when you're standing next to her. Number yeah. two, she's a super athlete. And this is somebody that just had a baby, by the way, and she's still going back out now trying to play on tour. You're talking about Big Wheezy? Yes, Big Wheezy. Or Little Wheezy or whatever. Poking she's it doing. out there like 305. <laughs> I'm telling you all, you have no idea. Until she's still got seen it dump, in person. She still
1: puts dumb. She does put dumb. It's still it's a, such dumb a dumb, dumb way to <laughs>
0: <laughs> Such yeah. a dumb way to It almost is one of those things where I love her to death, but it's one of those things that's like just turn around left-handed. You yeah. gotta be just as good left-handed. Um, but still, people like that, the Lexis of the world that are poking it out there two ninety, three hundred five. 305. All you guys that think, oh, I'm a scratch golfer, I can hit it out there around 290. I promise you, your 290 is not the legit 290 that those that they're hitting it. Yeah,
1: for sure. Two, for sure. Two
0: nine two ninety on the fly checking up, that's a poke. There you go.
1: So uh speaking of uh, women's golf, Danielle King wins the Tournament of Champions. Yes. Uh so she shot 68, 68 today. Yeah, she's the uh, one that
0: played with she actually on the first day it looks like she played yeah, she with Moulder or
1: No, it was uh the other one, Derek Lowe. Derrick Low Derek Lowe. She smoked Derek Lowe by like 15 shots. Yeah,
0: he runs. shot he shot 68 or she shot 68, 67, 69, 68. Yeah. He shot as a scratch golfer, 76, 72, 75, 72. And the 272, that's not bad. Yeah. But he also finished 23 shots off of her pace. <laughs> so,
1: that's pretty it's pretty <laughs> it's pretty sporty. Luckily, I don't think he was one of the ones making the claim. But uh now, yeah, no,
0: and I don't think that he or None I think the they guys. were doing this. I think yeah. they were doing this for the 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 club pro champions that are claiming that they could do it. I don't think any of these guys playing with them, especially the former athletes, the Derek Lowe's of the world that have played at the, at the highest level at their game, the Mark Molders of the world. I don't think they were making that claim. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I mean, that'd be like somebody showing up and going, "Oh, you can throw it 90. I can throw it 90. Like I can throw
1: it 90. There's the <laughs> gun right there. Let's do it.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right. So the last thing we want to talk about, we'll go through this pretty quick. Um, CBS has unveiled these like great, uh, like big things are going to add to um, broadcast Mm -hmm. noticeable changes. Uh, They're supposed to soup up the coverage, make the coverage a little bit awesome. Uh, Let's run through this list and talk about what, what we think about it. Uh, New reinforcements is number one. That doesn't really do a whole lot for me. So let's just skip to number two because it's a whole lot better, but, Uh, drones, basically they're going to have expanded, uh, drone coverage, tons of drones. Um, I love
0: it. What do you think about it? I absolutely love it. I've loved the drones. Um, the, the shots where guys are hitting out of a fairway bunker and the sand looks like it's about to hit the drone and the drone follows the ball all the way to the green. That is the most, that is one of the most fantastic things in the world to watch on television especially with the – you know, how clear TVs are now. I mean, where yeah. you can literally see grains of sand where it looks like it's flying into your living room. I think this is fantastic. I love it. My
1: only thing about drones is they're not quiet. No. So, so you're playing golf, and they're just going to be, like, hundreds of drones just buzzing all around you. All I mean, I, I feel like that's got to be – that's going to be annoying. It's going to take it some hadn't time. It hasn't seemed
0: here. to bother them yet, and, and they do a good job, like, of starting the drone back behind the player. And then the drone like catching up to the ball after they've hit it. So I don't know that's going to be an issue, but that was when they had yeah. three drones on the course. Now we're going to have like one every hole. So it could be different now. We could see some. Yeah, we may see some players get a little upset. Yeah. I still sure. like it. It's a for as a viewer, I love it. As oh, a yeah. Player, it's the I coolest, coolest thing,
1: man. Yeah. It's the coolest At, thing. You'll, you'll definitely, the players will be complaining about that. Yeah. 100%. Uh, Number three, top tracer enhancements. Basically, they're going to have more holes and and more shots with um, shot tracers. So it's not just going to be like this is the Conica Minolta Biz Hub chop tracer hole. It's going to be multiple holes, multiple shots, like in the fairway, stuff like that, which is great because, I mean – you don't have to I, – I feel like it helps you – you can kind of reduce some of your camera angles. You don't have to have the guy that's tracking the ball in the air the whole time. You kind of can just sit on them and then have a guy at the – you know, hit the uh, shot tracer and then have a guy on the green to watch it hit the green. That's pretty yeah. much all you got to have. Uh, so, that's good. I like I, – shot tracers are cool. I love that. Um, a boulder constant leaderboard. Don't like it. I don't really like this either. So – um <laughs> It's basically uh it says that the hallmark of the early efforts of uh CVS is implementation of a constant mini leaderboard. They're basically just gonna make the mini leaderboard more bold and more defined. Um, so you can keep up with the action. Part of me likes it. Um part of me thinks it's just kind of
0: overkill, but I think it's overkill. I mean, we as golfers when we watch, we pretty much know who's in the lead. Um The only time I want to see the leader, I I honestly, I'm never really into that first page of the leaderboard. You see the tweet that got sent out, kind of the way they're going to handle this when they flash it over on the side. Uh, And those of you to get a chance, you know, if you want to look at it, just, just Google, you know, what the, what the new leaderboard is going to look like for 2022. Um, It's that second page of the leaderboard, the guys that if they, birdie or eagle they're going to jump to the front page that's that's who i want to see i i know who's in the lead you guys are doing a great job of coverage covering the leaders we talked about that before with uh the the tournament that i picked morikawa and i forgot which tournament it was we saw him make one shot all day and that was a putt on 18 and he ended up finished second in the tournament how do you do like don't do that show better coverage of players not the leaderboard
1: yeah there you go all right, anal, uh, number five, analytics-driven graphics. Um, for all the I think that's – do what now? For all the nerds. Yeah, I actually I, – I like it. I mean, I like nerd stats and stuff like that. So, whatever they're doing to help teach us more about the analytics and shot link data and stuff like that that help us, um, you know, learn more about the game, that's
0: awesome. Number six it, is – It just needs to be dumbed down for yeah. the everyday golfer. Like I've said this about when they talk about so and so's ball speed, so and so's launch angle, so and so, and it's like, man, we don't have that equipment as an amateur to be able to use. So I don't have. I anything this is more. To, I, don't I think, think it,
1: this is going to be more of like strokes gained, um, okay, stuff See, like that,
0: that. That's doable, but yeah, the whole stuff, shot when, link data, yeah. Yeah, when they start showing other stuff and it's like, I don't know what my ball speed is. I just know yeah. when I catch it good, it does this. I don't, I don't know. So, yeah, yeah, I'm, I get you.
1: Number six, Colt Nost. Uh, they're adding him big time uh, yeah. on course. I'm sorry. Let me read this. Um, the biggest golf TV promotion in 22 belongs to Colt Nost, who's on course reporting with CBS is expanding into an every week endeavor. So he was just sort of a, uh, every now and then. So they want him there all the time now. So, and Colt's great. uh,
0: Yeah. He's got his golf uh, podcast, you know, like we do um, subpar. I think it's super cool that on that podcast, his caddy is his partner on there. So that relationship like we've talked about goes on forever. Yeah. Um, If it's a good relationship. So I think that's awesome. And I honestly, I like his takes, man. I mean, I think the guys, yeah, I think his, his personality shows, um, you can tell that that's his calling is being a broadcaster. I mean, don't get me wrong. He was all, he was, I liked him as a golfer. He was a good golfer. He just wasn't somebody that was going to be at the top of the leaderboard every weekend. So he realized yeah. that. So he, he changed direction. So I think this is a good move for it. We're finding more and more in broadcasting, Kyle, and it doesn't matter what sport it is. But if somebody ends up being good, take the Tony Romo in football or the Smoltz in baseball or now Colt Nost in golf. If people know what they're talking about and they're entertaining, nobody wants them to be that cookie cutter, yeah. chiseled jaw, like looks good on the front page of GQ. Nothing They is want Colt. a dumpy, relatable guy. Exactly. There. They want somebody that's relatable. <laughs> and honestly, if you listen to Colt, he doesn't overdo it with a no. bunch of analytics and like pro talk. He talks where you know as a everyday golfer – what he's talking about. Yeah. I think his podcast
1: helps with that. I think the podcast helps big time with that. I think it's
0: fantastic. I got a funny,
1: I got a quick cult note story. Okay. So we went on, we went on a honeymoon. Um, after we got married, obviously, because that's when you go on a honeymoon. Anyway, we met this uh, couple the there. First
0: time or say which, which time was the first? The first time. <laughs> uh,
1: we met this couple there, and they're he's from Texas, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm a personal trainer." I was like, "Cool," and he's like, "I do some, you know, pers- uh, professional athletes stuff oh like gosh. that."
0: Please don't tell us Colton Osi personally. He, uh,
1: he goes, he uh, goes. One of my, you know, you play golf? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, I, I trained Colton Osi. I was like, I don't know that that's a resume builder, bub. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that that's what I would. Do. I don't know if I'd lead with that. <laughs>
0: you probably should have gone with like a Scott Stallings that does CrossFit every day, or a Blade yeah. Barber, or somebody. Tell me somebody I don't, somebody I don't like.
1: Just name somebody that I should know that you, I don't know. Don't go, Colt man, on your opening.
0: That was there. that ranks right up there with that time <laughs> that uh when they were interviewing John Daly, and he talked about his trainer doesn't want him doing this, and I'm like, what trainer? Yeah, there is no be, chance you have a trainer.
1: He said he said he trains Colt Nose. I was like, I, I mean. That's free money. Was it like only on every other Monday? Like, what do you do? (laughs) do?
0: That is free money. That dude had the best job in the world.
1: Yeah, so I don't even really understand this last one, so we can just literally just glance over it. But it's apparently Amanda Balionis is going to have this futuristic new set. It's going to be like a green screen thing where she's going to be like they're going to – Beam her on course, off course, but it's not really going to mess
0: with the players. Um, I think this has got to be something that we just see to believe. See it, yeah. I because see it reading it, and I looked at it, and I go, <clears throat> "Wait a minute, she's there, but she's not there." And then she's still going to do face-to-face interviews, but she's still not there. But she is there, but she may not be there. Yeah, I'm like, we got okay. to see it. Like at yeah.
1: one point in time, I kind of felt like they were saying she's going to be on like a hoverboard, just. Floating around, <laughs> floating around, appearing and disappearing and stuff like that. Well, I'll be that, honest so.
0: with you. The first time I read it, I was sitting there because she is either engaged or got married lately, one of the yeah. two. And Sad. and when I first read it, I was kind of like, oh, so she just ain't working. She's just gonna be in the studio doing all this stuff, like yeah. virtually. And then it was like, no, she's gonna do on course interviews. She's just gonna be doing this as well, where she's virtual. And I'm like. Okay, I guess you just got to see it. Yeah,
1: know. we're going to have to see this thing before we, before we make a call on it. And we should uh, – uh, CBS, the Farmers is a big um, – yes. I, mean, I guess all, a lot of them are. But uh, Farmers is obviously one of the big CBS tournaments, the first big CBS tournament, and that's this coming up weekend. So, yep, uh, should be a lot of fun. Um, guys, it's been awesome. It's like the old days, me and Ben. Nate will be back for Wednesday. He's, he's brainstorming scenarios for us already. Scenarios, uh, scenarios. Already, he's yeah. he's he's going to be seething mad uh, at our um Taylor Gooch blasphemy. So. I just want I you to know, wait.
0: those of you who don't know, we don't we don't make it a secret. We record it the night before. By lunch tomorrow, Kyle and I are going to have so many dirty text messages that are sent to us. Uh, I can't wait. Taylor Gooch deal. Personally, it's I can't be wait. Funny, I know. I cannot
1: I, wait. It's going to be. I, I'm going to ignore great. him. I'm going to ignore him. I'm not. I'm going to laugh and and respond at all of them. So. Anyway, uh, appreciate it guys. Uh, last check out Primo golf apparel before we leave. Uh, they yes. are the golf jogger, um, juggernauts of, of the world. Uh, they have these awesome joggers. We talk about them all the time. We wear them all the time. Material's amazing. The fit is amazing. Uh, you can uh, take 15% off your order by using coupon code dad pod 15 D a D P O D 15. Uh, keep the jogger movement
0: going. Check friend of the out. program, um, our buddy that listens, Tommy, at the uh, is at the club with you. He yeah. announced that he oh, he's he got, got a second pair. Tommy. He's got a second pair, and he went with uh, tan. He even posted them online. He yeah. went with uh, khaki. Tommy pair, came on the show. Pair. He was our first Friendship Friday, I think. First, yep. ever, maybe our first ever Friendship
1: Friday. So that's awesome. It's, yeah, it's 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 catching fire. Get on board, uh, Primo Golf Apparel. Uh, appreciate it. See y'all on Wednesday. This has been episode 128 of the Dad Bod Golf Pod, and we're always, always
0: stroking. stroking. You've been listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod, always stroken.